Hello everyone and welcome to All 4 Downs, I'm the producer Ovi Muniz and today's a special day, November 11th, Veterans Day. In May, we remember those who served and did not come home, but today it's Veterans Day and it's a day when all across America pause to remember those who served and did come home. For nearly a century, the American people have observed this day as Armistice Day and now Veterans Day. I thank you all who are listening to this podcast and everyone for continuing the great tradition. But today, I want to recognize Hector Vasquez, Frank Cuesta, Rob Benjamin, who are members of the Clovercrest Media Group. Not only have they contributed to serve our grateful nation, but continue to help serve in their local communities. Also, I want to recognize my leaders, peers, and subordinates from the past. I could not have made it without you all. No matter how far we are, no matter where we live, you guys are always family, battle buddies, and overall, once again, we're all our external families that will live on forever. As I look out today, it's humbling sight to see and meet veterans from different branches, Air Force, Navy, Coast Guard, Army, and Marines. Most I have met are from Vietnam and in recent times, Iraq and Afghanistan. I salute to all the veterans for your sacrifices made for our freedom and for our nation's strength. Lastly, to all our veterans, our fight has not stopped, as there are many veterans that are still in need of help. I'm asking all of you to join the VFW in your local area. I can only speak from my experience here in the state of Connecticut. We need more volunteers and members in the VFW. We cannot complete our mission to help veterans and their families as well as those that are serving in the uniform. There have been VF, VFW closings across the state and with the VFW 511 in New Britain, Connecticut, they are holding strong. We need veterans like you to join and help. So if, please, if you, have, if you need more information about joining the VFW or want to know more about it, reach out to me, Ovi Muniz. And at the end of the show, I will have all my contact information so you can reach out and we'll help our fellow veterans. So once again, to all our veterans, on behalf of Clovercrest Media Group, thank you for your service. May God bless you and your families, and may God bless us all. And to all those that wear the uniform today as they stand ready, God bless us all. In the next episode of All Four Downs, every winning streak comes to an end. Which college team fell victim and can they make a comeback? And speaking about comebacks, four college games resulted in an epic finish. Joe, Jace, Sean, and I will tell you more about it, plus the top 25 Heisman candidates and the college pickup. Follow us and join us this Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Welcome to another episode of All Four Downs, part of the Clovercrest Media Group Sports Network. I am Joe Aguirre. It was a wild week in college football. We got a brand new number one. 
So many cancellations this weekend because of COVID. Of course, it is Veterans Day. We are so pleased uh, to have so many veterans on our show today. Sean Scanlon, Jace Garcia, as always, join me now. And we've got our very special guests, Rob Benjamin and Hector Vasquez. No, Frank, huh? Frank isn't isn't uh, going to grace us with his presence. Is that is that what's going on? No, nah, he's um. It's a shame. He's into wrestling, man. He's, he's with the HSW show. Couldn't make it today, but uh, my heart goes out to him and his family for the situation they're dealing with. So hopefully I will get him back soon, especially this Tuesday. All right. Uh, now, guys, what an absolutely wild weekend. Um, the big game, obviously, would 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 be uh, Clemson and, and Notre Dame. And uh, we all got this game wrong. Super. We all felt somehow Notre Dame uh, would not be able to uh, muster up enough to beat the uh, freshman quarterback, DJ Uwagalele. Uh, whatever his name is, I really don't care. I'll learn it in two years when it matters. How's that sound? Because I'll tell you what, I, I got to say this right now. Um, it, you know, this has been difficult. Right, I mean, how do you rate? How do you rank a team when its star quarterback is out? And and is you know again, I think we all struggled when you're putting your top twenty-five together. The Clemson team of the last two weeks, not the number one team in the country, they definitely weren't. You put Trevor Lawrence back on that team, it's the number one team in the country again. It's hard to argue that they're not. I think it's particularly uh, unfortunate for Alabama whose game is uh, against LSU has been canceled due to the SEC uh, and maybe just the South in general and the massive outbreak of COVID that they're uh, currently dealing with at this point. Um, Sean, how in the heck did we all get it wrong? Nobody thought Notre Dame could do it. What happened? I think it's just the reputation that we have for Notre Dame over the past couple of years. Obviously, when they played uh, AP top five teams, uh, really since Brian Kelly's been there in most of the 2000s, they've, they've lost these games and they've and not even just lost. They've been blown out in these games and been embarrassed on national television. So I think none of us just had the guts to go out and uh, say that Notre Dame was going to win, um, even if Clemson's backup QB was in there because we didn't think that they would because we haven't seen it before. But um, obviously this, this year is different. Notre Dame's defense came to play. Uh, their running game is tremendous. Ian Book um, is a solid quarterback. So I, I, I give a lot of credit to Notre Dame for coming out, playing a tough game. Um, even when it got forced to overtime, they, they stood tall and uh, they won double overtime. So I think Notre Dame deserves a lot of respect. But I also think that we shouldn't uh, penalize Clemson too much for not having Trevor Lawrence because DJ, he's a really good quarterback too. Uh, he, he was best quarterback in the nation when he got recruited to uh, Clemson and he came out. He, it's not like he played a bad game either. So I don't think that, um, I don't think that Clemson should really be penalized and uh, you know, not, they, sh I don't know how to word it, but they, it shouldn't look as a, as like a huge loss for them, even without Trevor Lawrence, because I think DJ is uh, right there with Trevor Lawrence. I think the word you're looking for, Sean, is it isn't necessarily a bad loss for them. It's a good loss for them. They they obviously had a lot of defensive starters missing, and Trevor Lawrence, the best player in the country, missing. 
But I, I really want to apologize to, to Hector. He, he's a big Notre Dame fan. And last week before we recorded HHW show, I, I, I sat there and me and him talked about this game and I hyped up Notre Dame. I thought they could actually uh, win it. And I, I hyped him up to Hector. We had a good conversation. And I, leaving that conversation, I thought Notre Dame was going to win, but, but my mind somehow got changed in, in that one day, and, and it, it was it, I was on the wrong side of history. I, I did not believe in Notre Dame's offense. They they are shaky. They have been shaky, but they came to play. I know a lot of they the Clemson was dealing with a lot of injuries on defense, but still. Notre Dame's offense came to play. Ian Book came to play. And DJ Uyunglele, he, he, he's the real deal. And uh, he's going to be – the future for, is bright for Clemson. This isn't going to be – this is – it should be interesting how the ACC plays out. The ACC probably has the best bet to get two, two teams in because of how good of a loss this is for Clemson. And may I even dare say the AC, ACC is better than the SEC this year. Whoa, 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 easy, buddy. Whoa, Stay. Whoa. You better, you better have, you better have enough ammo to back up your statement, there, buddy. Hmm. Because we're gonna be getting into that when we start talking about the rankings, and I'm gonna prove you wrong why the SEC is still better than the ACC. Okay. So, but be- before we even skip that part, I want to introduce Hector to the show. Hector, this is your first time on all four downs. Those of you who don't know, Hector V is with me on the hard-hitting wrestling show but he's a big fan of notre dame and hector you got the floor man go ahead tell us man how did we get it wrong you know i think you know you had a lot of things right but you have to look at how dj played against boston college that was just a setup for notre dame to come in and just attack where they couldn't attack against trevor lawrence and then the big key to this whole thing is that they shut down travis Etienne. Okay, they shut down the running game, held them to 18 attempts to 28 yards. And on top of that, we reversed the roles and we had a big running game with Kyron Williams, 140 yards, averaging six yards a carry, three touchdowns. So it took a lot off of Ian Book having to always throw the ball to where DJ had to throw the ball more because he didn't have a run game. And he's not as experienced as Trevor Lawrence. So the defense got to him and shook him up to where, yeah, maybe Trevor Lawrence might have with that experience might have gotten away with a couple, you know, but you know, that defense just kind of ate up that offense and ate up DJ with his inexperience. So I think that's where they got him at. Uh, Absolutely. Hey, you know, in in a sense, I was surprised that Notre Dame had the lead 20, 23 to 13 at the half. But once Clemson was coming back, I was like, you know what, here we go again. This is going to be the same old, same old against like Boston college. But it went neck to neck all the way to overtime, and Notre Dame squeezed out that win. And you know, props to Notre Dame. Like I said, I disrespected Notre Dame. I didn't. I didn't think that they had enough to go against a, a caliber team like Clemson. So hey, my bad. Your fault. I mean, it's another week. Let's see what happens if Notre Dame's playing Boston College this weekend. So hopefully they they have the same fire they did against Clemson and don't choke this Saturday. Uh, but hey, more more to follow on this. Uh, Houston uh, went down under to Cincinnati, thirty-eight to ten. But the other big game was uh, the previously ranked number eight Florida and number five Georgia. 
Florida laid on to Georgia. Their passing game just threw off the, the defensive backs of Georgia. Can we stop pretending Georgia's a good football team? Gator like an, elite, an elite level football team. Can okay. we can we Wait, all get there? Hold on, hold on, hold on, oh, hold on. Yes, Georgia pretty much eliminated himself out of the college football playoffs. But if you look at it, in the second half, Florida could not score a touchdown. Now, I know Jason's going to say, oh, they ran the ball. They were managing the clock. They weren't managing nothing. The thing is, both teams adjusted to their, their defense, and that's why you had a low-scoring second-half game. But, yes, Florida, they were dominant. Their tight ends, even their backup tight ends, were just crushing the defensive backs. Uh, hopefully, Pitts will be all right after that concussion. Um, they was projecting that he – well, actually, I don't think they're even playing because of COVID-19, but um, – I, I gotta admit, Florida's—they—they they got the bigger men. They—they—they—they they, they, they pounded it. Bro, they Georgia gave up didn't even make any points in the first half. I, I, I know, like, I know. We established like that. It was a game. It was—it was a game. It was a game. It could have been a better game if it there were more points in the second half. But the thing is, look, the, Georgia has a lot of flaws. It, it was exposed against Florida. Look, we don't have a quarterback. But the good news is, you know. I know Jason's waiting to say it. JT Daniels did practice with the team this week, you know, but but that there's no set word when JT's going to start. I understand, but there, Georgia's not playing this week. That's a breaking news that happened today. Georgia and Missouri will not play this weekend due to Missouri dealing with COVID-19. So we're going to have to wait a final week, which is another rest for Georgia, hopefully, that we can regroup and actually get a quarterback behind the center. Both quarterbacks look struggle, Mathis and Stetson. It is what it is. We've been saying it every week, but I still have faith that Georgia will win out. Will they make it to the SEC championship? I don't think it will. I think Florida has an easier schedule than Georgia, and we could probably see Alabama and Florida in the SEC championship. Ovi, it's, it's Veterans Day, so I'm going to be nice to you. You think they're going to win out? Yeah, they're going to win out. I'm not I mean, why not? Yeah. The, the, their, their, their schedule is it's a little easier now, mm-hmm. but they're not going right. to take Florida. They already faced the really good teams. Right. Wait, they, well, let me, let me, they're so, two look, and here, two against the top 25. I got Here's it. my issue. Here's my issue. Mm-hmm. Here's my issue. What's your issue? Well, my issue is simple. We've got this team that has not had an offense worthy of being ranked in the top 25 this season. Can we honestly say that, though? Yes. Really? If, really? if, if because we were they lost to Alabama we were, and Florida, if really? we were, well, they also scored 14 points against Kentucky. So your yeah, argument yeah, can really weaken We can say about Notre Dame scoring 12 points against another team, but bro, you know, it's the same thing. Bro, You're trying listen, to say that Notre Dame listen. don't have an offense either because they scored 12 points in one game? Sure. No, it's absolutely not. Look what they did against uh, Clemson. And now we're already talking about Notre Dame's the next best thing. But if they score 12 points and still win next that. week, then what? Then you're going to say, oh, Notre Dame's not that good, right? I didn't think Notre no, Dame was that great the week before against Pitt. I wasn't I wasn't all that sold. That's the reason I still stand by my pick. And I if still Trevor stand Lawrence, by mine. If Trevor Lawrence <laughs> is in that game, Notre Dame's ranked 10th now. We don't it, know. It's simple as that. Oh, we, we, we do know. know. No, we, we do don't. know. No, we do know. Stop it. This is one of those times where I could say, and I could say this with all the conviction in the world. Mm-hmm. There's no way Notre Dame goes to Clemson and uh, and 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 beats uh, and beats Trevor Lawrence. No chance. 
There's no chance. There, there, there's a reason why. Question. Um, Hold on for a second. Go ahead. Go ahead. What do you got? Trevor Lawrence does not play defense for Clemson. Just saying. Oh, I know that. All right. So regardless, it would have been a much different. It would have been a lot different situation if Trevor Lawrence was there running that offense. There would have been a lot less points scored by Notre Dame in that game. Okay, but bringing it back to the Georgia how, Florida hold, game. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> how, how, so with Trevor Lawrence in the game, Notre Dame yeah. scores less points, but he doesn't play defense. So Correct. How does that, how does how does that, how does by that virtue, by virtue of Notre Dame's offense not being on the field as much, and thereby not exposing his. And let's be honest, and I think we all, we all know this. Clemson's defense isn't great. Whoa. Nobody thinks nobody's nobody was sitting there like Clemson's defense will definitely lock them down. No, nobody thought that. They'll do enough to win. And if Trevor Lawrence was there controlling the pace of that offense, I think things would have gone a lot different. But how what? much different? Because DJ well, it only needed to be seven points. And I think but, it would have been. So you're saying he would have out thrown DJ? Because DJ threw a lot in that game. So, he I mean, needed to throw a lot because they were they were losing. So, so it would have been a different so, game. So you think that the ETN would have had a better game if Trevor Lawrence was in there? No, I, mean, I think that, that, he would. I think he would have run for less yards. I, I think. It, I, I think a lot of things would have been different. <laughs> Again, you're talking about a kid, Hector, who, like six months ago, was at his prom, in high school. <laughs> To compare that to the luxurious locks of the experienced Trevor Lawrence, dude, come on. He would have had like hair Notre, after that game. I know you like Notre Dame. They would have rushed his hair through that whole ground. I get it, but <laughs> as a Notre Dame fan, you honestly think you would have you would have beat Trevor Lawrence? Where is South Bend? Yes. They're going to get a rematch to find out. Absolutely. The rematch indeed. Because Thank if God Clemson and Notre rematch. Dame – Finishes in the top two, they will be facing each other in AC Championship. And then here's the next question. Look, and we'll be talking about the rankings, but right now at AP Top 25 has them at, again, in the top four. Should Clemson defeat Notre Dame? Can we see two ACC teams in the college football playoffs? No. No. So... Listen, do I want it to happen? No. Do I think a team like Cincinnati or BYU that goes undefeated, do they deserve to be in there? Yes. Yes, I think they do. But does it happen? Yes, it does. Because the, the the whole Power Five thing is so luxurious and everyone loves it. And this and that, Power Five, SEC, Southern football is so great. They're going to give it to them. Right. Hey, what do you say there, Sean? I yeah, I agree with what Jay says. I think just because the Power Five label, um, they would probably put them two in there. But I also agree. I think Cincinnati should be that that number four team right now. Um, they play tremendous defense. Um, Desmond Ritter has been playing at a Heisman level, and um, their their offense is also really good at running the ball. So I mean, they control the clock. They play tough defense. So I I don't see why Cincinnati shouldn't be there right now, but uh, I do. Once it comes to the end of the year, I I'm sure that we will see all Power Five um, in that top four. Well, I, I got a feeling that if two ACC teams, Florida, would have to beat Alabama in, a, in, in the SEC championship. Do you agree, Rob? I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that, and I think um, not only that, like A&M has to come off with a couple losses, um, especially with them having them at five. But definitely, uh, Florida would have to take them out um, to finish it off. Um, I, I'm still, I'm still kind of like flabbergasted why they would have a uh, and at five. 
um, because I definitely think Cincinnati and Florida can beat A&M, even though we lost to them earlier. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, Bama definitely has to come down. And I'm not going to say that Bama is not able to be taken down, um, but I would like to see a lot more out of uh, Florida, especially defensive-wise, before uh, before we get to that point. Well, it's still like we still got another month left before. Well, actually, we're two weeks away for the actual committee to come in and give their perspective on all this. But hey, let's finish off here. Texas A&M did blow out South Carolina, forty-eight to three. Oh no, no, Ohio no, State no. beat Rutgers. No, no, v. You oh, didn't let no. me get to talk. And again, Ohio State defeat Rutgers, forty-nine to twenty-seven, and BYU defeated Boise State, fifty-one seventeen. Now, hey. The one thing I'm going to say is this, and it's to Jace. Jace's been, you know, telling me off about BYU, and I said I was going to say it on this show. I now respect BYU, Jace. I I respect it. I did say that if they blow them out, they actually did. Uh, So I'm not going to say anything bad against BYU for the rest of the season. How about right. that? You saying that is not going to get me <laughs> off Georgia. And I know he's There's got There's nothing to say against Georgia. Listen, yes, there is. That now, defense oh, go ahead. Tell is not me. as good. That defense is not as good. The best they did was against a 59th ranked defense in a COVID season in Auburn. That was the only defense they shut out. They, 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 got they didn't shut out Kentucky? They got dis- – that was the best. Best offense they shut out. I mean, my, my bad. The best offense that defense shut out was the 59th ranked Auburn in a COVID season. And then when they go up against a top eight, the top eight offense in Alabama, and the top the top offense with only five games played in Florida, they get dismantled. That defense is phony, 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 fraud. I'm gonna tell you right now, like I told you yesterday, the four starters in the defense did not play against florida not did making any excuses alabama? but did let me tell you yeah we got blown up by alabama but hold on you want to say they're not the best i'm gonna tell you right now they're good enough they're still in the top 25 they still got three four more games left but everyone's gonna make noise about oh they're not good because they lost okay i understand but they are still a good football team let's put it that way florida is a better team i admit that but don't just say that Georgia's defense is garbage because they're I'm not. I'm not saying it's garbage. It's just not elite. Yeah, they nobody cares. Still Listen, I got something better. <laughs> Everybody I still cares. Kind of kicking around. Um, yeah. You know, you've got the prospect of Clemson and Notre Dame possibly having a rematch, obviously, uh, in in the um, uh, in the playoff. ACC uh, championship. Thank yes. you. Yeah, ACC championship. Right. Uh, and mm-hmm. you've got the same potential situation with Georgia and Alabama. Now, let's say that in each of those games, that the team that lost the first game avenges their loss. So now they're all one-loss teams having lost to each other, and Cincinnati runs the table. Who's oh, who? Who's leaving Cincinnati out in that scenario? And and uh, I, I, I would I would find that unjust a million percent. There's a lot of this right. that doesn't just. There's a right. lot. Of this oh, I know we're, that. we're definitely we're definitely going to cover that soon. Believe me, let's save that conversation for later. Uh, mm. Listen, the comeback games. Uh, I put that picture there in Michigan State, which is the biggest uh, comeback at 38 points, defeating Northwestern back in 2006. But here, Liberty and Virginia Tech, uh, Liberty. Liberty squeezed away with a game-winning field goal. Virginia Tech called a timeout 
and they they wish they shouldn't because they scored a touchdown to win the game but they got called back liberty kicked the field goal and won usc who is ranked top 25 i don't know why i, I didn't they fumbled they turned over the ball so much in this game and yet they still came back and defeated arizona state because arizona state's a good team oh please if they were a good team they would have won the game miami defeated nc state Miami was a close call. They came back and won. And then Iowa State beat, uh, defeated Baylor. Um, here's a passing leaders. Kyle Trask hey. causes strong once again. Uh, three weeks in a row with his That's stats. And Derrick King. Elite defense. Put up those numbers. Russian leaders. Mohamed Abraham, 30 carries, 224 yards, four touchdown. He is one of the best. Uh, and more to follow on him uh, this week as he, he, he gets ready to play. Heisman, Heisman. Blake Bro uh, Pro and Cornell Powell, two receivers. That their stats was uh, incredible. Uh, again, uh, more props to, to them. And then our Heisman candidates right here: Mac Jones, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Kyle Trask, and Grayson McCall. The top five, followed by Desmond Ritter, Carson Strong, Najee Harris, and Brees Hall. Anyone like differ in this in this uh, rankings right here? You got to give Desmond Ritter respect. He's doing very, very well. I understand Cincinnati's defense is doing very, very well as well. Desmond Ritter is playing his heart out, and he's playing very, very well. And Carson Strong, uh, this dude's the real deal. This dude is a straight-up gunslinger. I'm going on the record right now. I have not seen a player play like this in college since Patrick Mahomes. This dude's um, for real. I, I have an issue with the idea that Kyle Trask is on this list. Because, Come on now. Come me, on, Joe. Stop. All hating. right. I know, Rob, you're my boy. You know how I feel about you, but I, I got to say this. He's not even the best quarterback in the. He'd be the best yes. quarterback in the country. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make sense. True. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But his stats, I mean, his stats are showing beautifully. And the way he played against Georgia, you can't deny that. You cannot deny that. He was looking like prime Tebow. Say he wasn't. Say He's he also wasn't. the second best co college quarterback in, in Florida. De'Ara King's playing better than he is, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't think. Not after this game. He Kyle yeah. Trask. Cause, and that's the thing. Like Everybody highlighted that, but Kyle, he, he went off. I would definitely say take Take um, what's your magic? Mac Jones, that's California, right? I mean, not California, Alabama, right? Oh, uh, yeah, take him out and then go put my guy Brees in there and you're then keep Kyle Trask in there, huh? You're out of your mind. No, you're out of your no, mind. Take Mac out of there. Take Mac, Mac, Mac Jones is has been and and is, and I think all season has been the biggest baller. Uh, I put a in, pie in my in face college for football. Mac Jones. Jay's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's good. He's like, he's, listen, he's, he's good, he's good. But he's not. He's putting okay, up more do we put him up there with Trevor, him or Trevor and he's Lawrence. Undefeated. Statistically speaking, he's been amongst the top two quarterbacks in almost every one of the big categories. He, I mean, he does. He 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 hangs with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he's he, been out playing him. They're undefeated. You know, we had this argument a few weeks ago about whether, you know, he's got all those weapons. Yeah, well, he's able to utilize them. And when he loses one, he just goes to another one. So absolutely, listen. I, 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 I I'll admit. I'll admit. Kyle Trask is definitely playing like we were expecting him to. He's doing it now, 
But until you're the best quarterback in the SEC, you can't be in my top five. All right, so let's put it this scenario. Kyle Trash versus Mac Jones, Florida wins. Do you give it to him? Not you, Do you, not not the committee, do you take it back? Do you, you put asking, a pie in your face? I'm not going to put a pie in my face, but would that change my top five list? It <laughs> he, he saw he saw Jay, so he don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I like does that pie. Does that I change? like pie. I don't have any problem with the pie. Uh, here's what I'm saying. For me, this has been really fluid week to week. I was really uh, hesitant to put Justin Fields onto my Heisman Trophy uh, Heisman Trophy list, on my Heisman <laughs> candidate list, because I was like, "Look, there's guys that have played like five and six games already. He can't come out and have one good game." And I'm like, "Well, put him in at number three. That's not fair to the guys that have been doing it." So that's been my argument all along. Max Max Jones has produced every single game, uh, r- right to where we sit today at eight now. So I, I he he hasn't done anything to hurt his himself. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence missed some games. He's off. I think everybody's list at this point. Again, Trevor comes back, throws for four hundred yards and five touchdowns. He's probably back on my list next week. I feel like this list is going to fluctuate all year. Absolutely, but the, but the one is not it, fluctuating is Mac Jones being number which is, one. Which is why I can live. I could live with Trask being on the list, but to me, that's the guy that that like. Again, if I was going to get nitpicky. You're only the second best quarterback in your conference. It's hard for me to like forget everybody else exists right now because Trask has had a few good games in a row. Understood. And I, I, also Grayson McCall. I've said it once. I'll, I'll finish my thoughts with this. This kid is a true freshman and the real deal. You know who else is a true freshman? Carson Strong, Nevada. Lighting well, it up. You know, I, I got a feeling that these guys may end up transferring to another college so they could get a better recognition. Uh, but uh, right. we'll, we'll see with that, man. But they, they are outstanding, and you're absolutely right. Seeing McCall playing over there, I mean, he is one of the elites. I just wish he was in a better college. You want to know what uh, stinks? Kyle Trask will probably get the invitation to New York, even if they, they don't beat Bama. Just because he's in the SEC and someone like a Carson Strong, someone like a Desmond Ritter, someone like a Grayson McCall won't get that opportunity. It, it, I, I hate I hate this whole Power 5 thing. Well, I mean, they hate you too, man. Don't worry about it. They hate your Pac-12 and who knows? Pac-12 might not even make it to the top 10. You the know way, what, though? The way they're you know what, going. Though? All, listen, all Grayson mm-hmm. McCall and Coastal Carolina can do is go out there and keep doing what they're doing. You just keep on winning football games. You know, you you could say, "Hey, wow, look, this kid's super talented. He's going to transfer out." I mean, there's are they six and zero or seven and zero now? I mean, I, I seven and zero. So again, I I think if you're at Coastal Carolina and you're the guy that's putting that school on the map, I don't know how how worried I would be about transferring as much as I would worry about what kind of talent I'll be taking away from the SEC teams in the future. Um, I, I think these smaller schools, man, this is what you need. Absolutely. You're having a, a dream season with a freshman quarterback, dude, and, and a team that, I mean, they're solid. That's a really – if you guys go back, seriously, do yourself a favor. I'm sure you've seen highlights. Watch a couple of the games, man. That's a really solid football team. I understand – we could talk about conferences or whatever. I would put that team up against anybody. I'm not saying they would win, but I don't think you're going to – you wouldn't embarrass Coastal Carolina. I think even if you're talking about a defense like Georgia or an offense like Alabama, 
I don't think that you're going to blow Coastal Carolina out of the water. I Look, I think things are a little bit different than they've been in any year ever. I mean, we, we've seen it, right? Penn State and LSU, absolute jokes. Nobody saw that coming. Oh, so I, I, dis- I believe I'm LSU. To, it's easy to just mm-hmm. discount one of these small schools, you know, and, and, I, and I would if I didn't go watch it with my own eyes. The more I've been seeing from them, the more I'm like, is it just this dude? Is he just like throwing up bombs? It's not that. Coastal Carolina is a really good football team out of nowhere. I know it's hard to fathom, but again, to me, that's how that's how the NCAA is going to eventually get rid of this stranglehold from the Power Five. You need some of these schools to break out. All right. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, one one note I want to say is at least the Sun, the Sun Belt Conference is better than the Big Twelve this year. So. Hey, but we're moving on here. CMG Sports Consensus Committee, uh, we put in our votes, and here's our top 25. And we start with this, Georgia, Iowa State, Northwestern, Appalachian State, and Texas, and the bottom five. Uh, any comments here? Good to see App State uh, in there. Not in the AP top 25. Yeah, what a shame. Oh, I actually popped them in. They They were in my list. I definitely think that that team deserves it. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I agree. I agree. App State should be in there. I, I didn't put Texas in my top 25, though. Me neither. Right. Hey, we're moving on to 16 through 20. SMU, Oregon, Oklahoma, Louisiana. I'm a little bit bothered with USC. They're 1-0, but that performance that they did, I, I, I didn't vote for USC, but they did not deserve to be in the top 25. And I don't even understand why the AP and the coaches put them in there as well. That that was a good game. Arizona State's a good team, and they got the win. They pulled out the win. Do they deserve to be a top 10? No. Do they deserve to be in the top 25? I think they do. They are a good enough team. They they struggled against another good Pac-12 team in Arizona State, and I, I, I like that. Like This is a good team. USC is a good team, and they might make a run for the college football playoff. I know Hesher's got a lot of a lot of problems with Pac-12, and then Oregon oh, right there too. God. That is the best defense in the nation. Best defense in the nation, and you only beat Stanford. <laughs> You're only giving up 14 points a game. How is that the best defense in the league? I mean, we can go around in circles chasing the dog, chasing his tail. The Pac-12 has improved nothing, and yet because they're a power five, they got to get recognition being in the top 25. It, to me, is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I don't care what any of you guys say. To me, they both don't belong there, and that's just the tip of this iceberg with this conversation. Hey, this come from Jay saying that uh, he's sick of the power five rank, uh, yeah, exactly. power five conference, but yet yeah, he's allowing this and agreeing that they should be ranked right now. Those are good teams. Yeah, yeah. well, listen, 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 listen. I see listen, how listen. with my eyes, and I see them play good football. Your eyes are really deceiving you right now. <laughs> uh, look, you know, uh, again, USC obviously is just one of those great, great programs. It, it, they have a zero at the, at the end of their record. I realize there's only a one to the left of it, but – as long as you have that, I mean, you could throw that team. I don't know about 20. That's a little aggressive. I think I might have had them popped in at 25. I also thought they were going to lose to Arizona State. And all my – I talked to a bunch of college football guys who all insisted that that that's what was going to happen. So, 
Um, again, we 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 didn't learn our lesson with Penn State, with LSU, with Michigan. You know, we just we keep falling in love with the stupid names, and, and we, don't don't, make, we don't we don't we don't listen. Don't we don't right make them. We don't make them prove anything. Ever. Why not? Why not? We don't. We don't it. listen. They we, the no, they don't deserve yes, it, yes, they dude. Do. Everybody yes, had LSU yes, and Penn State in 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 their top twenty five. Not everybody. Nope, everybody. Not everybody. No. Well, you had Georgia State or whatever nonsense that was. <laughs> listen, I, I, you you we. My point is, you always give the benefit of the doubt to the big schools. No, you would put a. You, hold on. Most people would put in a USC over a school like Liberty or Coastal Carolina just because it's USC. Like that matters. I hate that. It's reward so- reward the team on the field, not the fact that, that they've been playing football for 120 years. You're absolutely right. Reward the team that's playing on the field. You're absolutely right. And that's I, what I've been saying I, about USC should not be ranked in the top 25. I refuse to put Michigan on my top 25 because I'm not stupid because I've been alive for 45 years and I know what Michigan does as soon as you believe in Michigan. Because we will have the same conversation if Arizona State would have won. Oh, the Sun Devils deserve to be there. See what I'm saying? This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. If Stanford would have won, oh, Stanford deserved to be there. Come on, guys. Really? Yeah, well, hey, (laughs) moving on to the 11 through 15, Marshall, Liberty, Oklahoma State, Indiana, and Army. Um, Army, another team not in the AP top 25. Mm -hmm. Technically, they're in the number 25 in the AP top 25. Um, Yeah, I think Oklahoma Oklahoma State should be a little bit higher. Um, I mean, their only loss was to Texas in overtime. Obviously, Texas isn't that great, but they still have the high-powered offense with Sam Ellinger, and then, I mean, they won out and won a tough game on the road against Kansas State. And if you look at the rest of their schedule, they've won pretty much every other game handily, and I think they're still the best team in the Big 12. So I had them at 10. I'm going to disagree with that. Why is that? I think Oklahoma's the best team right now. With the two losses, I think Oklahoma's the best team in the Big 12. They're playing good football right now. I just just don't believe in that defense, though. Well, Oklahoma State – hasn't really beaten Oklahoma in a long time. And the way Oklahoma's playing in the last three games, I mean, I think they, they turned things around after suffering two losses. So right now, Oklahoma is, is the most dangerous team in that conference I, right now. I think if there's a defense that could stop them, though, it's probably Oklahoma State. If that's the case, the big, then... The big if that's the case, it should have beat Texas, right? I, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a okay. fair point. But Oklahoma has also had some terrible games this year. Just the Big 12 is a garbage shoot. Well, they, from 7 to 10, here we go. We got Florida, Texas A&M, Coastal Carolina, and Miami. How is it, Texas A&M ranked behind Florida? Texas A&M oh. beat Florida. How does that make sense? How? I, I voted Texas I, A&M I can't Florida, even explain so. that one. Uh, and there you go. See, there you go. Which which brings to my next point here is that Texas A&M did beat Florida, but Florida is in first place in the East. Their their next opponent, hopefully potentially Alabama. So maybe maybe that's the case. I don't know. But Sean, you said you had uh, who you had on top. I had A and M above Florida. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that happened in the consensus rankings. 
Yeah, so Sean, who, that's embarrassing, that's, isn't it? I mean, literally, mentality. it's, yeah, it's who, that they about? beat them, and you have the odd. I mean, Ov, you should have just changed that. I would have looked at that, and I'd have been like, I don't care what the math says. That just looks that looks bad. To yeah, back Ovi, though, I will say I, I think if we had to run it back, Florida would win that. So does anybody does anybody remember Baylor TCU? They had that same situation. Baylor beat TCU, but they still had TCU in the fourth spot for the playoff and had Baylor right underneath them. Oh, yeah. That was the biggest argument over here in Waco, Texas. We beat TCU. Why are we not ranked over them? Because of the quality wins that TCU had over Baylor, that made them outrank Baylor. So mm -hmm. we could see a situation like that right now with A&M and Florida. Not saying that that's what it is, but – it could wind up ending up that way if they finish with the same record or whatever. That that probably is the stupidest logic I've ever heard in my life. And I know I, I don't. I'm, I'm obviously I don't. I know that's not your logic, Hector. And I don't mean to like say like I'm attacking you, but right this idea, Hector, that the idea that I beat you, but you beat better teams than me, I, I still know. kicked your ass. Like what? I know. Who cares? Who cares what we did against other teams? How is that even what? I don't. I mean, if we haven't faced a similar opponent and you're trying to measure up and you want to see how we both did against Georgia, yeah, okay. If we go head-to-head, -head, I already know which team's better. It's the one that won the game. <laughs> this is the problem. I'm telling you, when we start breaking these things down and you got a bunch of guys together and start talking, this is where people convince themselves – that Florida is better than AM. And it's like, well, clearly they're not. If they were, they, they would have beaten them when they had the chance. Like, how are we even having this yeah. conversation? Well, I mean, AP already has them at what? Can that be six? fixed? It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, you know how many times I got called a crackhead when I released my, <laughs> my, my poll because I didn't have Florida in the top four? Because well, let's see why you're a crackhead. Let oh. me see. All right. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. BYU over Clemson. All right. So, talking about Clemson, Clemson, Florida uh, ranked six and seven. I think I screwed this up already. Yes, I did. So, forgive me on this one. Hey. Top four, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, and Alabama. And I'll get you wow. your number five. Number BYU. five is BYU. So, excuse me for my error on this one. Number five is BYU. Clemson is number six. Any questions here? I know Hector has a problem with Ohio State still being in the top four. Same. Go ahead. Please go ahead and elaborate what you told me already. Look, all these other teams, because of COVID, that are stepping up, playing the games, who are not in the Power Five, the BYU, Cincinnati, the Liberties, Coastal Carolinas, they're doing their just due by going out there and beating, destroying teams, whether they're Power Five teams like Kansas or they're top 25 teams. They're doing what they're supposed to do. Here comes Ohio State out of nowhere, once time out of another big 10 wasn't going to play all oh, now all of a sudden the big 10 is going to play now Ohio state got three games in who did ohio state beat they didn't beat nobody okay but yet they're they're a power five conference they deserve to be there are they even playing this week i don't think so and now we're going to have the conversation that they deserve to be where they're at they're lucky to be in my top 25 because they're three and oh but they don't even deserve to be in the top 10 let alone in the playoff race you know, Hector, I I can get behind your argument. As I said earlier, and I, I, I appreciate that you're joining us tonight. 
I've been saying this all year. I struggle with these teams that have just started playing. And how right? How do I just hand it over to a team? For me, if there's one team and one guy that I'm willing to throw that or 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 um, you know, throw throw him that uh that that uh that line, it would be Justin Fields, and it would be Ohio State. I don't know that I like them necessarily in the top five. Again, I I don't know how fair it is when you like crack into the ratings six weeks into the season and right. I mean, teams are playing and it's like, we're just going to park you right here past all these other teams right at the front. I I didn't love that, but if you're going to do it to me, that's the team that you could do it with. And, and I'll bitch a little bit, but I could live with it. If you try to do that with Oregon or Michigan or Penn state, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have taken that standing up. Listen, Listen though, if, it's the outside factors. It's not the, the play on the field that is making them have these less games. It's the outside factors. So why why should they be penalized for these outside factors causing them not to play when why? their play on the field is really good? Why should and, these other teams who are busting their ass not even get a chance? Exactly. Ohio State is getting the chance. If you're okay. playing the game, then it's you like, got to give them credit. It's like what I said to Jace yesterday. Think about it like this, okay? Joe, you have a namesake, Okay. I don't have a namesake. I bust my tail to do what I got to do to get to where I'm at. But because you are Joe and you are and you are known, you get put at the head of the table. Well, I get to mm-hmm. sit at the little kid's table. But I've been busting my tail to be where I'm at to try to prove that I belong in the top four in the playoff situation. But here you come. Oh, here I am. I'm Joe. I'm going to be in. I'm here. Okay, we'll put you at the head of the table. That's exactly what's going on right here with Ohio State versus all these other undefeated teams who are lesser than them, and I don't appreciate that. Well, well, Hector, can you honestly say that Ohio State is not just on the field play, no external – doesn't matter a game, doesn't matter how many – just plain and simple, Ohio State is not a top five team in the country. Just based off play alone on the field, how well they do. You, you, you aren't willing to say that Ohio State is a top five team in the country? They could be, yes, definitely. I, I I can say that, but with this situation right now, they haven't proved nothing to me, because they're, again, they're not playing this week. So we're going to continue leaving them there. Are they going to get rewarded for not even doing anything? They're not playing. Okay, anything. But why should they get punished from the outside factors taking why, away games from them? Yeah, why should you punish everybody who is doing something to try to? Okay, earn their- well let, let let's let's change it up real quick. Let's add some more uh, situational questions here. Should Let's say Ohio State's playing Maryland this weekend. Let's say Maryland cannot play. They canceled. So, watch this. They have uh, how many games they're supposed to play? Four more games, I think. Yeah. Four more? Now now what? Well, three now. Now, now we got to take that into consideration, and this is what we want to know about the committee. Are they going to take that consideration that the colleges that are playing and busting their ass, or are they playing favoritism because – Ohio State is part of the Power Five, which technically Big Ten has not been uh, uh, impressive this year. I mean, you look at it. They have Indiana next, um, which is their next game, and that's on the 21st, I believe. Indiana is, what, uh, 10, I believe, right now in the AP polls. So, um, so I mean, you, you Ohio State, put it this way, if they come back and uh, Indiana either gives them a run or beats them, I think they fall out of the top 10 
period, even, you know, maybe even further back um, into the 20s, because let's face it, I, I agree with Hector, like they they didn't do much. I mean, you, you beat Rutgers, you beat uh, who else did they beat? They beat Rutgers, Penn State and Nebraska, um, all three teams that really haven't been doing much all season. Um, so, I mean, like, you, you, where's, where's your credibility? Where's your accountability for your wins? I mean, yes, once again, here we go. Ohio State, big name. But once again, who are they really playing outside of Indiana? They have Michigan and Michigan State. Like, where where is that balance? Where you take Coastal Carolina, right? Once again, Coastal Carolina, they might not have had any, like, crazy top 25 picks, but these dudes are blowing people out. Like, 21 nothing skunk, get, the hell, get your ass down somewhere, right? Even if you take Liberty. Um, Liberty may may have beat Virginia Tech, and it might not have been a big win, but it's a win. Right, Again, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a solid win. So I, I I call BS. Like even even then, you look at Texas A&M, you look at Florida, you look at Cincinnati. These teams will probably give Ohio State a run because even then, like Ohio State didn't do amazing. Like it's it's Rutgers. Okay, scoring forty, putting forty nine up on Rutgers. Cool, whatever. But Penn State thirty eight twenty five. Like it, it, it's it should to be the number three, you shouldn't be there, especially if we're going to hold uh Clemson accountable for a, lo- a loss like that against Notre Dame. Like the schedule's not there, and I'm sorry, their wins aren't there to be number three. And why are, uh, they, the- ranked, why are they ranked over Indiana exactly? And Indiana, yeah. Had, yeah, by the way, Hector, if you ever want to make a point to me and you make me the main character of the point. I will totally get it, <laughs> and I do. Totally got that. So I totally got what you were getting at, dude. Uh, yeah. And look, I, hey. I, I can't agree with you more. You know, I, I think that's the biggest problem, and it has been my whole life watching college football is, you know, like you said, and, and I mean, it's, 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 you know, it's funny. I'm wearing a Cornell sweatshirt. You know, you know what a legacy student is? That's when your dad went to Cornell. So even though you're like an idiot, you still get to go to Cornell over like some poor kid from the Bronx who's rocking all A's. So it's a thing. It's always been a thing. You know, tradition's a big part of college for some for some reason, that idea of always holding on to the past, which I hate. But if you're the power fives, you love it because, you know, ultimately you're, you're right. We shouldn't just reward Ohio State without them ever taking the football field. It's wrong. That's a that's the wrong thing to do, especially like I said, halfway into the season, where you've got teams that are doing it. And and you know what? Here's the other thing: we we talk every year, right, about one of these small schools going undefeated and what that would be like, and inevitably they always lose, right? But right away we want to talk about strength of schedule and all that other nonsense. But all these teams have to do is lose one game. Like you know, everybody here played ball, I believe. Anybody here not play ball? We've all played, so we all know how it goes, right? Uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, man, when you get to the football field, right? You're thinking like you don't, you don't, you don't, you're not really thinking realistically like ah, this team's way better than us, or ah, this team sucks. You know, those are the kinds well, of things your coach said, right? Don't take these guys too lightly, right? And you're like, of course I wouldn't. I mean, what does that even mean, taking a team lightly? I I I, I disagree with that notion. To me, and, and and this is what pisses me off about analytics across all the different sports, I hear stats in baseball like war, but then what's the value of a win? Isn't that what we're here for? Isn't that really the point of the sport? Is the team that wins the most games, 
I've been having arguments all day about Justin Herbert being a great NFL quarterback because he's won two games so far. Some guys just get the benefit of the doubt. Some guys don't. Uh, to me, you got to earn it on the field. Like I said, I've been watching uh, Grayson McCall, and I've been watching Coastal Carolina, and I'm like, oh, this isn't just some, like, podunk school playing crappy teams. They've beaten everybody that got put in front of them handily, and they've played a couple decent schools so far. So, uh, to me, every to, I try to analyze every game, every win as I'm ranking players and as I'm, as I'm ranking schools. And 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 I I you know for me I don't care what your conference is I can look at it and I I can decide whether or not you belong with the big boys. When I say I think Coastal Carolina could hang with anybody, I'm not I'm not being like hyperbolic. So everybody rolls their eyes like, well, I, I really think that I truly do think that. Yeah, you know what I truly at, think. You know what I truly too, think. If you look at what happened in college basketball mm -hmm. about eight or nine years ago, where. My goodness, that sport's a lot different now because everybody's kind of playing a different sport. Right. Just hurling up threes. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, I, I, I could be a small school. I just need one guy that could bang threes, and I can compete with anybody. I get a couple of guys. <laughs> forget about it, baby. There, there's parity in sports, and the longer we continue to give these teams just the benefit of the doubt while they beat each other up in high-scoring games, I, 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 I think it's a disservice to the entire sport and especially to college athletics. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of I'll piss you off. I really does. Because you're, you're, on, you're on that groove, Joe. You, you yeah. and Rob, man, I think y'all bringing that Mondays into Wednesday nights. Yeah, Don't you that, say, Bob? That good old expressionism <laughs> that we that we do on our pitch walk shortly every Monday at nine p.m. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, you know, that good old in depth. You know, that's that's where you get it from. That, I think that's where it is. He, he's pulling that energy from our pitch walk. Yeah, shortly. but you know what? I feel sorry for. I feel sorry for Sean because he's like there, like. Hmm, I just want to analyze some games, man. Let's do this. Yeah, the one guy that says all the smart stuff has not gotten much of a word I in it. I feel bad for myself so. anytime I go on a rant, I get kicked out of the show. Like this? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It says a lot about your rants. <laughs> right, on, right on cue. Hey, right on cue. Hey, listen. So Rob was oh, our wow. special guest last week. Um, hey. And between him and Joe, I'll Piss You Off podcast actually got a tie 9-4. Let's go. Uh, so this is the standings. Uh, there was one game that was resulting in COVID-19 that Jace could not get a win or a loss. So that's why he's a half a game out. Uh, but Joe's biggest uh, game was BYU over Boise State and Tulane over East Carolina and the over-under points. Rob had, over or uh, had Oregon over Stanford, excuse me, and TCU over Texas Tech and the over-under points. So, hey, hey, congratulations to you guys and the tie. Let's see if you guys do it again. And also, we have Hector V, our other special guest on the show, who will be joining us in these picks right here. Uh, again, moving on, cancel games. As we just learned today, o Ohio State should be on this list right here. Ohio State is not playing uh, against Maryland. Also, Alabama, LSU, Texas A&M and Tennessee, Auburn and Mississippi State, Memphis and Navy, Air Force and Wyoming, and so on and so forth. California, Arizona State, be prepared for that game to be canceled uh, because they had some players testing positive for COVID-19. 
University of Iowa came on the news this week as well as these four gentlemen here, McKinney, Bird, and Judy, and Lockett, requested to transfer. They're no longer with the team. Uh, so already two weeks, and they're receiving some dropouts, and they're just moving on with themselves. So there's got to be some issues going on with Iowa. I know two out of the four were complaining about not having enough time playing, uh, not getting enough snaps. So we'll see from there. But these four gentlemen are ranked high in the ESPN rankings. But then again, who knows what type of rankings they're doing, right? As we can see through our ape, our, our polls here. Uh, Joe's favorite. I know this is his favorite quarterback. I mean, he speaks highly of him. Uh, but the LSU quarter, Miles Brennan, will sit out for the rest of the year. He suffered an abdominal hit injury that requires surgery. TJ Finley will remain as a starter for LSU. I feel sorry for you, Joe. I really am. And if, if I was next to you, I would give you a towel so you could, you know, dry your tears and everything. That's, but, yeah, um, that's, your, that's your boy, Joe. Yeah, that was your Heisman hopeful. I mean, damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? What? I, I, I hate Miles Brennan. So lost. Saying it all year. This, this kid's a bum. Abdominal hip All injury. year. All what year. Let's rewind to week one when Ovi and I were the only ones that picked Mississippi State to beat LSU. And Joe put a waterboarding bet on it and never paid up. Oh. No, I mean, I, 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 I was aware Joe. of that. Is that uh is that a, you got video? You could run that back on me. I would uh Oh yes. That's a matter if of fact. If there's video, show it to me. I mean, I, I I don't recall saying it. Stay tuned next week as we will provide proof and evidence and Just Joe will be in court and we will testify. You gonna bring Joe to homie court? I'll do it. <laughs> I waterboard myself. Actually, you know what? It. We'll just move this over to our Pitch Wall podcast, and then we can we can have Rob as the judge. How about that? Ooh, you know, I love to be instigating shit. Let's do it. All right. Well, let's do this. Hey, we haven't heard from Sean, uh, so he'll get like the first picks here. Um, again, hey, congratulations to Joe and Rob for for this week, week ten, big wins, getting nine wins. But I don't think that's gonna last this week. The schedule's a little hard. I mean, it's, you know, this week's games, it's not even up there that the uh, ESPN game people are moving to the Masters to host their show. So that tells you how much the value of yeah, these game games day. are for this week. So exactly game day. But, uh, hey, matter of fact, go around, Robin. Hector, I'm actually going to start with you. I'm sorry, Sean. But Hector, Joe, Rob, Sean, and Jace. I've already made my picks. You guys are going to see my picks ahead of time. Uh, we'll start with the straight picks. Two games. We have Iowa at Minnesota. Both one and two in their conference. Who you got, Hector? Yeah, I mean, what you, what you were saying earlier about Iowa and everything, I'm, I'm going with Minnesota on this one. Okay. Yeah, I, I won in on the Minnesota train. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take Minnesota, too. They had a rough start the past two games, but uh, they picked it up last game, and uh, their running back is legit. So, uh, And like you mentioned, with all the Iowa players out, I think uh, Minnesota will win here. Minnesota for me. Yeah, uh, Minnesota's going to get it done. It really does suck that they, they, they're they starting off one and two because uh, the Muhammad Ibrahim, solid guy, solid running back. If they were able to come off hot, 
the, the he'd be in the Heisman uh, race, but they're one and two, so he's not. All right, so Army at Tulane. Army six and one, having a great season. They already clinched a bowl game. They'll be hosting the Independence Bowl uh, versus who knows which Pac-12 that is. If they even play a game, but they will play against Tulane. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna take a. I'm going on the limb here, and I'm gonna stick with Army on this one. Yeah, Army. Army wins this game. I think it'll be a good game for sure. Ovi, yeah. I don't know what you were smoking, but Army got this, brother. <laughs> yeah, uh, I might yeah, be I think, my uh, words, but yeah, yeah. Tulane's a pretty good team, but I, I think uh, Army they they play a physical brand of football. So I think it's just going to be too much. I think they're going to punch Tulane in the mouth, and uh, I think it'll be a low scoring game. But I think uh, Army pulls it out. Dude, on Veterans Day, when you start the show all dressed up in your Facts. Army stuff, you're going to come here Facts. and you're going to disrespect Army and, and pick Tulane. Who are you, the A people? No, Army is going to get it done. They're going to do what they do. I, 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 the only time I picked against Army was against Cincinnati and BYU. Look where those two teams are at now, even though one game didn't happen. But Army's for real. They're going to get it done. Somebody forty-eight fifty-six. You got some explaining so, to do, Ovi. You got. I will. I'm going to explain mm-hmm. to you right now. Forty-eight fifty-six. Tulane has won four straight games. Army has never won at Tulane. As a matter of fact, they've been blown out ever since. No matter what the status is between those two teams. Wait, wait, wait. Army, didn't we have this whole thing about Boise State last year? I mean, about Boise Let's State. The they've weakness, never beaten. The weakness of <laughs> Army that Tulane has is that Army does not have a defense to stop the passing game. And that's what what Tulane has. And that's what they're going to bring into the table. So, now, can they stop the running game? Absolutely. But that passing game is very weak for Army. I think it's going to be too much for for them to stop Tulane. Cincinnati won the game by running all over Army. That's completely hypocritical. Jace, I am talking about Army versus Tulane. Come on, man. Stick okay, with me, all right? All right. Stick with the saying. game and the well, analysis that I'm talking you're, you're about. Talk- all right. Fair enough. So we're going over to next two. He must hate you a little bit, right? I mean, like, that's yeah. a little bit. He's got to have a little hate in his heart somewhere for that. Yes. I mean, he he, he replaced Frank, and I miss Frank so much. But, uh, <laughs> Those you know, Frank is uh, mm-hmm. uh, the host of the Hard Hitting Wrestling Show, and he always claims he has st- statistics. We always question his statistics, <laughs> but now I'm questioning him when I'm analyzing both these teams. I don't care about Cincinnati. That's a different type of game. We're talking about these two that have history with one another, and I'm telling you that Tulane's passing game, it's they. just watch the game. you see that I'm right. Moving on to the next one. Miami at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is favorite two and a half. Yeah, I, I I like that. I mean, it's going out on the limb, but I I do I do like V Tech. Okay, uh, I'm gonna take Miami. Yeah, I'm also gonna go with Miami. Give me Derek King here. Uh, he played tremendous last week, uh, getting that win. So I, I think that he continues it, and I think he might even uh, enter the the Heisman talk next week with a big win. Let's go ahead and knock uh, Virginia Tech down. Going with uh, Miami. Go with the U. Why – I'm befuddled. Why would Virginia Tech be favored here? This, this is the type – like, when I'm looking at the spread, this this makes me question what I'm thinking about. But, no, I, I have faith in De'Ara King. 
And I know they're they've been in some tough games, but at the, uh, Miami should get it done. And man, the bookies say that Virginia Tech is going to win this game, man. They they putting money wages on Virginia Tech, so we'll see what happens. As we already know, Ohio State Maryland is canceled. Uh, TCU at Virginia. Virginia's favorite three points. Yeah, I like West Virginia in this game. Um, I, I just think that you know their offense is going to is TCU's defense is not going to have anything to answer West Virginia. I mean, you're looking at Jared Dodge. I think that's his name, Dodge Douche, whatever his name is, his quarterback. I mean, you mean that douche? Yeah. That, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to bleed all over TCU and, and, and bury the home frog. Just like saying Joe, that <laughs> quarterback from Clemson, what's his name? DJ Uwe Ungalele. Uwe Ungalele. Or Louie Uncle Louie. Who you got, Joe? Um, I am going to take West Virginia in the game. All right. I agree. I'm also taking West Virginia. Uh, they have a really good defense, so I, I think they come in here and uh, they stop TCU. I think they're going to have a really bad day on offense. So, yeah, West Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginia, clean sweep. There it is. Well, SM I didn't pick. I didn't pick. Yeah, I'm going West Virginia. They have a solid D-line. See, I already knew They're that. They're going to get see? it done. <laughs> I already know you're picking. I'm surprised, though, but all right. SMU at Tulsa, two and a half, Tulsa's favorite. It's it's hurricane season, so I like the Golden Hurricanes. I'm taking SMU. Uh, I'm going to go with Hector on this one. I think Tulsa's a, a really underrated team that a lot of people don't know about, but uh, I think they're going to come in here, stop Shane Bouchelle, and uh, I think they'll win a tight one down the stretch. I think I'm going to go SMU. I think I'm going to ride with SMU. I'm not, to be honest, I'm not too sure about both of these, but I'm going to go ahead and ride the SMU train. You're all right with SMU. T Tulsa's a, a tough, tough team. Their only loss being to uh, Oklahoma State. But I love Shane Bouchelle. He should be the starting quarterback for Texas. Uh, they let him go, and now he's doing good things at SMU. He's the passing leader right now, I believe, in the nation. SMU is going to get it done. They, they've learned from their loss to Cincinnati. They're back with a vengeance, baby. All right. Notre Dame at Boston College. Notre Dame favored 13 points. Do I need to say more? <laughs> you, know, you know what before i tell you that notre dame's gonna win this game and and as they sit at number two in the polls i i asked the question of someone earlier obviously alabama isn't playing this weekend and um i just wonder what happens if notre dame lights bc up like 59 nothing are they the number one team in the country well, I posed that same question. I would say yes because Clemson didn't do it. And if Notre Dame shuts out Boston College, why not? I'm just doing the eye test, right, Jace? <laughs> yeah. I don't get what you're saying. You know, I don't get what you're saying. Conversation. But I said it earlier, ACC is better than SEC. So, yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Sure that doesn't not. make like so what so what they beat BC by so many points. Does that still mean that they just because they beat them by so many points, they still have that much of an advantage over Alabama? Does that mean that they could beat Alabama? Yeah. So, no. No, so, 
You think so? You think if they Listen, if they if they clean sweep BC like that, that gives them some almighty power to go into Alabama and just wreck? No, shop? but I'll tell you what. Listen, if if you're gonna tell me you're a really good football team, and you go to Clemson and you 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 go the distance with the champ, you and you and you go forty seven forty right, you walk out of there with a win, mm-hmm. and then the next week you play BC and it's like twenty seven to thirteen. I don't think you're a good football team. No, I I expect whoever's in front of you again. Like I said, I don't care if you're Clemson and and you're taking on Alabama or if you're Clemson and you're taking on, you know, Michigan, you know, or West Podong State. You the team in front of you, you have to dismantle that team. Your your defense has to has to try to keep them off the scoreboard, limit the amount of yards. Your offense has to light them up. If you dominate your opponent, I don't care who you're playing. Then then the level of competition doesn't matter to me because it's telling me, again, it doesn't mean you can beat Alabama, but would I give you a chance against Alabama? I would. If you could dispatch all of your opponents and we face up at the end of the year and we're both undefeated at 11-0, I would be as concerned about you as you would be about me. See that worries me because remember when Clemson and Notre Dame went to the, went to the championship and Notre Dame got their ass handed to them. Yeah, couldn't put nothing but three points on the board. And once again, they they had an amazing season. They had a couple good run spurts, and everybody was like, "Oh, they're amazing!" And then they got to the championship but, and got but, their ass beat. We Hold need on, that. But don't look we? at no, but no, that, that was a horrible game. Nobody, no, nobody enjoyed people, that. People game. love to throw that game in your face, but you look at what Clemson did. They did the same exact thing to Alabama in the national championship. So that was just a really good Clemson team. People like to throw that in your face. And I'm sure you, Hector, as a Notre Dame fan, people like to throw that in your face when it comes to Notre Dame. Well, here's so one question right here. Dismantled one question, and this is for Hector. If What happens if Boston College were to defeat Notre Dame? <laughs> we're talking about Notre Dame being out of the top four, even at the bottom top ten. So what yeah. happens to Clemson? They should be in the same boat, Sean. I well, if the, if Notre Dame loses and then does Clemson play this week? No. no, no. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I'd probably keep Clemson still in that five to six range, um, just because it was a game that went to you know double overtime. It it could have went either way. I think obviously Notre Dame wins the game, but I don't I don't think Clemson should be penalized for that. Um, if Notre Dame goes out and loses the next week, that's on Notre Dame, and I don't think that's on Clemson. So I would still keep Clemson in the you know five to seven range. Sean, I don't want you to get mad at me. Sean already verbally assaulted me earlier <laughs> on uh, on the other show that we did. No wonder his internet was messing up. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I want to ask you like a legit question, and you're you're a smarter dude than me, so I I need your help here, uh, right? Yeah. In in a in a situation where, um, at, uh. All right, so here we go. Notre Dame uh, lights up Boston College. Right, nobody else is playing. They, they, I mean, you have to. You would have to bump them up to number one, would you not? Because again, uh, look, I, you hold on. You just said you're not going to hold that loss against Clemson. The loss to suffered Notre Dame, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's not Trevor Lawrence. It's Clemson. And again, yeah. like I said, you take you take Trevor Lawrence out of there. That's not the number one team in the country. 
maybe they're still top ten, but it's we we know for sure they're not number one. Yeah. So agreed. so that's where again, like I mean, it, this is so subjective. And it's so hard to like pin down a thing, but that's what I'm saying. You got whoever's in front of you. You have to beat whether Trevor Lawrence is there or he's not. Whether Jalen Waddles in your lineup or he's not. Like it, it doesn't to me. It doesn't matter. Whoever you're playing, you have to beat. And if and, and again, I'm not even necessarily about the score as much as I'm like, did this team like overwhelm the other team? Did they have their way with those guys? Because for me, that's who I know who the better team is. Yeah, I saw so, it. Uh- yeah, if Notre Dame goes out and beats the crap out of Boston College, I wouldn't be surprised if they get to the number one spot, even though I, I still would put Alabama number one because I think their defense finally you know, started to figure out after the first couple weeks, and then uh, their offense is explosive as any in the country. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do agree that – I I mean, Clemson, uh, I, I think they'd be right in the middle of the pack too. Um, but I, I do agree that, yeah, I mean, even without Trevor Lawrence, you have to beat who is in front of you. And uh, Clemson's still a very talented team without uh, Trevor Lawrence. All right. Um, All right. Yeah, we're so, going, going back to the picks now. Oh yeah, <laughs> Northwestern at Purdue. Oh, man, I didn't get oh, wait, Northwestern three on. point favorite. Oh, I, 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 Notre Dame let down spot. I, I think Boston College covers the spread. Notre Dame wins. Yeah, I I didn't throw my pick oh, out. Oh my either, bad. Bro. I'm sorry. You guys went ahead and we got off in the day. Yeah, off yeah, <laughs> the days. We're bringing us. it back. I, I think everybody's Notre Dame. Us. I yeah, sidetracked us, and then I asked a bonus question or something. That's <laughs> we're way off the rails in the middle of picks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll bring it back. Bring it I'm back to the road. Yeah. Um, so everybody voted, right? No, I, not John. I, I agree with Jace. Um, I think that it's, it's a letdown spot on the road at Boston College. Uh, Boston College is pretty good defense, so I think Notre Dame probably wins by seven or ten. But uh, I do agree that Boston College covers. So Boston College, Boston College. Rob, you say Notre Dame? Notre Dame. Everybody else is Notre Dame? Notre Dame. Outstanding. Too bad. They're going to win by two touchdowns. Maybe 13.5, right, Jace? <laughs> I, I hear a lot of people saying this game's going to be a lot closer than Ovi thinks it's going to be, at least. Two I touchdowns, baby. <laughs> Northwestern at Purdue. Northwestern's favorite three points. I actually picked Purdue being at home. I got Northwestern. I think, you know, they got Drake Anderson and Isaiah Bauer. I think they'll keep it on the ground, you know, and, and they'll just attack Purdue's defensive line. So I think Northwestern will come out with the win on this one. I am couldn't be with you anymore, Hector. Northwestern, say exactly what you said. <clears throat> I'm going to take Northwestern. Oh, yeah, my bad. yeah, I agree. I, I'm taking Northwestern, too. Um, I think they're a really physical team, um, and I, I love the, what they're doing right now. So, yeah, Northwestern. I'm going to be the odd man out. I'm going to take Purdue. I I think they get it done. They got an explosive pass game, the Boilermakers do. uh, And I I like them. I like them to get get it done. Northwestern, uh, they're doing really good. They they got a strong defense. But I I think the explosiveness from Purdue is going to get it done. You're not – there's no odd number. There's two people going for Purdue. Remember that. Oh, yeah. We only picked him so he could say the word (laughs) boilermaker. No, I'm not going to go there. Oregon at Washington State. Oregon's favorite 10 points. Jace has said that Oregon has the best defense in the nation. Look at Sean's face. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, They're good. They're good defense. 
Best sure as hell better than uh, Georgia's. Well, Oregon's never beaten be an SEC team, so I don't know where you're coming from. But, hey, it is what it is. Hector. Yeah. Washington, who's Washington State? They're just a bunch of cougars over there. So I mean, <laughs> I guess that I guess that defense is gonna sh- shut down the Cougars. I guess so. <laughs> Oregon will win the game. Cougars do like that, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, quack quack. Wow, goes down. I don't know about that type of Cougars, but all right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll go with the Ducks. Quack quack. That'd yeah. Sugar to go quack quack. Hey, listen. Jace, Jace is rarely ever wrong when he makes outrageous claims about teams. And if he feels like Oregon's defense is that good, Jace, it's good enough for me. I'm taking the Duckies for you. Good enough for the Pac-12, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mighty Ducks. We ain't talking hockey. <laughs> yeah, uh, I agree. I'm going with Oregon here. Uh, Washington State with no Mike Leach gone. And uh, they didn't have Max Borgie last week either. They're star running back. So I think Oregon's going to kick the crap out of Washington State this week. Bad. I'm going to go with the Ducks. Close it on out. Best defense in the nation. Oregon gets it done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it's you time guys to spin the wheel. This is a legit defense. Like after one game, it's legit, absolutely. <laughs> but we're moving on to spin that wheel, and here we go. Now, I gotta go for the champs, Joe. Yep. You are first in the shoot, so I'm gonna call you out. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. So here we go. Spinning the wheel. You whatever selection you pick, the over under. All right. So, Mm -hmm. without a doubt, here we go. Penn State at Nebraska over under 56. Oh, let's say this game's going to go 32 23. What's that? 53. I'm going to say take the under on this one. All right. And who's it? Who are you going for? Oh, um, I think Penn State is garbage, but they're less garbage than Nebraska. Is <laughs> <laughs> that clear? I'm taking Penn State on the left garbage. <laughs> aspect. They're both losers. <laughs> Best of both losers. So we got Rob next. He's next. You ready, Rob? Spin it up. Here we go. Almost thought I had some Georgia action right there. <laughs> USC at Arizona, 67 and a half. Damn. Um... I feel like Cali's going to continue. First of all, I'm going to take that under. I feel like that's too fucking high. Um, I'm going to go. I don't even think they'll bust 60, to be honest. I'm going to put them more like under on like the 55. And I'm going to go ahead and say USC is going to continue, uh, continue to beat Arizona, up, the state of Arizona. Up. Fair, uh, yeah. <laughs> if they don't cough out the ball like they did in last <laughs> week. But, all right. Sean, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready to go. Here we go. Uh, 
Coastal Carolina at Troy. Oh, this one is easy money. Give me Coastal Carolina and uh, give me the over. Coastal Carolina might get the 54 on their own. Wow. <laughs> Are you going to go to the Dr. Pepper courts, man, because you say it's automatic, but okay. All right. I believe in this one. I want to get one of those pennants from Coastal Carolina. What is that? What is that mascot? It's a chance to clear. It's a cock. Yeah. <laughs> it's an angry Basically. blue cock. What do you call it? The what? what? Okay, hold on. We're talking about. Okay, if you're going to go there, I want to know where you're getting this music from because it sounds like some <laughs> kind of adult filmish 80s type music. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm. The Hugh Hefner vault. <laughs> Somebody must be getting excited in their room over there. Upbeat <laughs> music. I mean, you talk about. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Oh, please, please do. Uh, Trojans, come on, man. <laughs> Joe Trojans and Cox. How about that? I don't make this up, man. I don't make this up. <laughs> <laughs> Hope the cops Joe Joe's staring and be like, what's going on? He's trying to see if the cocks are big enough to put go into the Trojan. I'm honestly, you guys don't think that's a that's a cool cock. Historical bird, actually named after. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, the the Chancellor is a character in uh, Chaucer's The Canterbury Tales. Uh -huh. Oh, smart yeah. cock! Come smart on, baby, yeah. representing right. Cornell tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Jace, are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Indiana against Michigan State. Oh, this is a Michigan State will, will barely score the football. Indiana, they run the ball a lot. Strong defense. Under all day, baby. So you go under 52 points. All right. And Indiana with the win, too. Hector, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Vanderbilt at Kentucky over under 42 points. Uh, first of all, I'm going to go with Kentucky. Uh, I think that's just the lesser of the two evils here. Um, uh, 42, I, 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 think in, I think as sorry as both these teams are, I think they probably could go over. I'm going to go with the over and Kentucky winning. All right, and here's the last one. Here we go. I didn't get no music on that one. All right. Thank God. Ran out of ammo, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Went limp, Blank. but all right. <laughs> Western Carolina at Liberty. I'm definitely going for Liberty on this one. However, 
I'm going to say they're going under 58 points. So that's a wrap right there. Uh, again, uh, thank you guys for being on the show. Uh, happy Veterans Day to everybody. Honor those that serve. Uh, it, it doesn't even have to be Veterans Day, to be honest with you, man. Um, again, if you see them, you know, it's all right to just say, hey, thank you for serving and, you know, just move on. It's always grateful to hear thank you and move on, especially the Vietnam vets who didn't get the safe treatment as those that came back from Iraq and Afghanistan. So God bless you all. Uh, uh, Hector, Sean, Jace, Rob, thank you. Please stand by real quick. Joe, you got the floor, my man. Well, here we go again. On Tuesday, the SEC canceled three games. Number one ranked Alabama's game against LSU the Texas A&M-Tennessee, and the Auburn-Mississippi State game. COVID's raging to the south like General Sherman's army, so obviously Georgia and Missouri just today became the fourth game to get called off. Ohio State-Maryland is canceled, too. I could rage about the postseason or the Heisman race, but really, at this point, why bother? SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey called it a week unlike any other. And he said he's shaken, but not deterred. I mean, he's not the one out there risking his life and knowing it all hinges on the decision-making skills of 18 to 21-year-old men. It takes one Baker Mayfield type to blow it for everybody. By now, even if you still don't think it's that bad, you have to know you have to wear a mask and you have to social distance all the time. It's not just yourself that you have to be worried about. It's everybody else and the people who you have contact with who might be vulnerable. How would you like to be the teammate of Trevor Lawrence that might have possibly ruined his life? Just saying. Selfish people make bad teammates. In 2020, in the midst of a worldwide pandemic, a selfish teammate could literally kill you. It's on everyone to step up their game, and it's on, it's time for people like Sankey, to start taking this more seriously. His idiotic James Bond line about shaken but not deterred proves my point. If you want to know why the SEC and college football as a whole is struggling to deal with COVID, it's because of the selfishness and the entitlement. How do you tell a locker room full of guys who've always been picked first at everything that they can't break any rules? Hey, big man on campus. You have to stay in your room and not do whatever you want. I went to college. I played football. Wasn't very talented. Still the most selfish and entitled guy in New Haven in the 90s, maybe with the exception of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Incidentally, he and I both started barroom brawls at the same place in New Haven. Even the NFL has struggled to contain COVID, and you're talking about grown men with families who actually get paid millions of dollars to play it. If we don't get serious, we're just banking on this promising new vaccine from Pfizer to save the day. You're in for a rude awakening. It's going to be months before that happens, assuming it even stands up to trial and peer review. So until this thing is over, please understand this sucks for everyone. We all have to go through this together, especially when it comes to the most vulnerable amongst us. 
Thank you for joining us on All Four Downs, part of the CMG Sports Podcast Network. For more, visit clovercrestmedia.com or hhwshow.com. Get all the latest in the world of sports. Lots of unique perspectives, a wide-ranging uh, bunch of shows and, and lots of opinions. You can follow us on social media. Make sure you like, share, and leave a review. Once again, happy Veterans Day to all who serve and to those who have made the ultimate sacrifice so that we could enjoy our liberty and our freedom. To Ovi Munez, Rob Benjamin, and Hector Vasquez, thank you guys for your service and thank you for being a part of the show tonight. A shout out to my favorite veteran, a former Air Force MP who's also celebrating a birthday. I love you, Dad. For Jace Garcia, Sean Scanlon, and our executive producer, Ovi Munez, I'm Joe McGuire. We'll see you next time on all four downs.